Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece, then follow up with some mainstream media news articles, and give my honest opinion on each one. So let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Saturday, June 11th, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, The Most Terrifying Reality About School Shootings. The initial reaction to the mass murder of children in Uvalde, Texas, was horror and bewilderment. Not again. How could this happen? Perhaps you, like me, imagined that the killer shot his way into the school and wrought havoc fast before police could respond. We were wrong. Law enforcement knew he was on his way, armed and dangerous. The door was unlocked. A good-sized contingent of police failed to act for an hour. Finally, members of an elite border patrol unit engaged the murderer, taking fire, and prevailed. What demons prowl, that demons prowl among us, plotting, to harm, plotting harm to school children, is well known. The list of schools assaulted with weapons is long. Their names, evocative. Columbine, Sandy Hook, Parkland. We've had plenty of time to address that somber fact. What's been said and done in the few days since the murders? That's, that tells the tale. The radical left has called for disarming the innocent entirely or piecemeal by various extreme means. This is the leftist default response. The volume vi- varies with the value of the opportunity. This one was not to be wasted. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in Canada, a nationally woefully lacking, a nation woefully lacking a Bill of Rights, chose the occasion to call for a pause to all handgun sales. What else was said and done? The California legislator ended a standing legal requirement that school employees report threats of violence. Read that again. Not added, but ended. The legislator's rationale is that such reports affect people of color disproportionately. If they do, it's surely not intentional. I have no doubt that employees of the California schools would do anything to avoid the living hell unleashed upon them after such a report. The obvious effect of eliminating the requirements will be fewer warnings of threatened violence. 
threats often lead to actual violence, as in shootings in schools. We should know that well after the Parkland murders. For the complete story, read the heartbreaking Why Meadow Died by Andrew Pollock, father of one of the victims. The short version, everyone knew that the killer would strike someday. His many criminal acts went unreported so the school district would look better. Disaster was the end result. The office holder, formerly known as Joe Biden, told us through his hapless press secretary that he does not support hardening schools, that is, making it more difficult for killers to enter. Hardening would presumably include such measures as locking doors. That is not something he believes in. Instead, he believes in giving teachers the resources to be able to do their jobs a non-sequitur of grand proportions. An online video shows teachers how to use a metal chair to wedge a door closed. Why should every classroom not have a simple handle adjacent to the door that does the same? If you're keeping score, that's two responses leading to more murders in schools. The Uvalde Police Department and the school district's police force have stopped cooperating with an investigation by the Texas Department of Public Safety. That's understandable from a human point of view. They look very bad now and will no doubt look even worse after an investigation. No one wants to face that. No one wants to face an armed man either, but the eminent slaughter of children demands it. An honest investigation will prevent murders. If we listen to its conclusions and act on them, stonewalling by the police will lend to more murders in schools. I'm seeing a pattern. Nothing said or done so far will prevent more school shootings, least of all bans on firearms or certains of firearms. We've been there before, many times. Focusing on the weapon in use is truly looking through the wrong end of the binoculars. What, then, is the goal? Democrat Representatives Mondaire Jones of New York expressed it clearly. The radical left will use the murders as a pretext to take permanent control of the United States government, ending the republic as we know it. Jones minced no words. You will not stop us from advocating the Protecting, Protecting Our Kids Act today. You will not stop us from passing it in the House next week. And you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it. And we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation out of our communities. And that, comrades, will settle that. No representation in any branch of government and no weapons. Permanent majority? Check. Backed by the courts? Check. Means of self-defense eliminated? Check. Then the police can be defunded, the prisons abolished, the borders erased, and the carnage unleashed. Here's the terrifying truth. The radical left wants mass murders in schools. 
They are useful for gaining power. I can no longer blame friends who imagine that the killers are some sort of Maturian candidates, released to further a narrative and serve the purpose of the left. I don't believe that, but the idea follows logically from the same conclusion. I've drawn about school shootings. The left likes them. The left is powerful. There will be more. We can prevent them. We won't. for a fight, you'll find it. With Canada's premier voice in white nationalism, Mr. Paul Fromm, with his show, The Fighting Side of Me, every day on White Pride Radio, only on AltRightTV.com. I dare you to step into the ring. From a cabin deep in the Appalachian Mountains, listen to Freedom Rings with your host, Tommy Freedom, every week on White Pride Radio, only on AltRightTV.com, fighting hard for your rights every day. Okay, Uh, let's get into this evening's News articles that I have, it kind of seems like the uh, Rust Belt Klansman show uh, turned into a weekly thing on Saturdays, uh, but this will be the last Saturday uh, show that I will have, uh, as my listeners know. Uh, I took some time off from the show. Uh, I need a, a equipment upgrade, uh, which I'm still using uh, borrowed uh, uh, things here to uh, do the show, uh, so uh, we are still getting some shows out there. And uh, plus, I took uh, some time off from doing the show. Uh, uh, regular listeners know uh, my mother is having some cancer treatments done. Uh, she has her 10th uh, and final treatment uh, this coming Monday, the 13th. Uh, so the show will resume. The Rust Belt Klansman show will resume its normal schedule uh, the week after. Uh, this will give me a week uh, to get everything uh, lined up uh, to get back on the air here on White Pride Radio on a regular schedule, I will be returning to uh, the regular uh, scheduled uh, days and times of the show, which are Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. So uh, beginning June 21st, uh, that is a Tuesday, uh, uh, the week after uh, this one coming, uh, the Rust Belt Clansman Show should be resuming its uh, normal uh, scheduled days and times. Uh, so, uh, and uh, by the way, uh, uh, my mother's treatments uh, are going uh, very well, uh, excellent, as a matter of fact. So uh, continue to keep her in your prayers. 
uh, she gets her last treatment, uh, like I said, this Monday the 13th, and then uh, after a month, um, I guess they will do uh, an MRI again uh, to make sure that uh, the treatment was successful. Uh, so listeners, uh, please keep her in your prayers. Uh, the first article I have for this evening, and you know, uh, this is disgusting. Th this comes from the news source DailyMail.com. And, you know, it's just as disgusting what I have to say in my comments on this as uh, the headline to this is. Uh, the headline to this is NFL's first transgender cheerleader, dancer, 29, signs for Carolina Panthers. Uh, so now, you know, uh, NFL, uh, NFL is known to uh, stand behind 13% uh, of our population. Uh, the 13% that causes over 50% of our crimes and wonder why um, uh, they encounter uh, law enforcement so much. They wonder why uh, there are more uh, blacks in prison than other races. Well, 50% of the jails and prisons should be blacks because they commit over 50% of our crime, period. That's the facts. That's the statistics. They can't be argued. Uh, and now... Uh, not only uh, the NFL supports criminals, uh, now they support, apparently, uh, the homosexual agenda. Uh, this is disgusting. Uh, how many uh, Cal uh, Carolina Panther fans uh, out there are uh, listening uh, this evening? Uh, are you still ready to stand behind these people and uh, cheer go team or uh, whatever your hero is that may play for the Carolina Panthers uh, that you can't keep uh, away from the TV on Sundays and Mondays and I think Thursday evenings. Uh, you can't stop supporting this when you know what they're all about. Uh, how many fans out there? Well, here you go. Now you have a queer cheerleader you can look at. Uh, in the picture, uh, this uh, looks like an Ethiopian uh, transgender. Uh, this person probably has AIDS because uh, they are pretty sickly looking. I don't know how many people have ever heard the joke out there. Uh, if uh, you pull your comb uh, out of your back pocket and you stand it on end and you ask somebody what this is, and, you know, people will say, well, that's a comb. Uh, and you tell them, no, that is bunk beds for Ethiopians, you know, because, you know, uh, many of them are uh, underweight. Uh, well, anyhow, this uh, uh, homosexual uh, looks like a uh, Ethiopian. Uh totally disgusting uh, this must be this uh, queer's name dancer uh, NFL's first transgender cheerleader dancer 29 signs for Carolina Panthers and says more people need to see this as she practices ahead of new season more people need to see this uh, no I saw the picture and I'm telling you, I can't unsee the picture. Uh, the article here, uh, the National Football League has hired its first openly transgender cheerleader. Justine Lindsay, 29, told the world in an Instagram post in March she made the Top Cats, the cheerleading squad for the Carolina Panthers. How could anyone? You know, uh, back in the day, uh, when I watched football uh, many moons ago, 
uh, I can tell you uh, uh, how long ago it's been since I watched uh, the NFL. It was still back when uh, there was no Carolina Panthers. Uh, you still had the uh, Houston Oilers. Uh, so, you know, this is how long ago it's been uh, since I watched uh, pro football. I don't watch any uh, American pro sports. Uh, you know, uh, hockey, uh, as far as I know, hockey is about probably the only uh, a sport that's white. Uh, if not, you know, all Americans uh, from European countries. I could be wrong. I'm sure there's uh, probably uh, some mud mixed in with that. But, I mean, when you're watching a hockey game, uh, you don't see black sticking out from the uh, uh, uniforms yet. Uh, but I still don't uh, even watch hockey. Uh, in that same Instagram post, she also came out as transgender. Uh, so uh, was this a trick uh, to, be, uh, to try out for the Carolina Panthers? Uh, maybe they didn't. Uh, uh, maybe she didn't show her wiener uh, until they got to the locker room after practice. Uh, I, I don't get that. Uh, after the post that she, this this queer, not she, he, this queer said they made uh, uh, the Carolina Topcats. That must be the name of their cheerleaders, and then at the same time come out as transgender. Uh, at tryouts. Who, who was supervising the tryouts? Who was watching uh, uh, this homosexual uh, trying out? Uh, you didn't see anything uh, funny. I, I know that most uh, cheerleaders that uh, I see on pro football teams are pretty scantily uh, dressed. Uh, you mean you couldn't see uh, uh, the ding-dong uh, under the uniform? Seriously? Uh, anyhow, uh, cats out of the bag. <laughs> cats out of the bag. You are looking at the newest member of the Carolina Panthers Top Cats cheerleaders as the first transgender female, she wrote. Uh, number one, you can call yourself transgender, but you cannot call yourself me uh, female. If you were born as a male, uh, you cannot call yourself a female. Uh, imagine how these other cheerleaders for the Carolina Panthers feel. <clears throat> you have this uh, uh, homosexual in the limelight. Uh, you know, uh, there are probably beautiful heterosexual females uh, in this Top Cats cheerleading squad. And here the focus is on a homosexual. Uh, you know, the degrading of America's women and women all over the world... Uh, with, uh, you know, a guy being able to put on a dress, <coughs> and not only do they consider themselves a man, uh, here in America, our own government uh, considers uh, that person a female. Uh, a man can put on a dress and call himself a female, and our government supports this. Uh, you know, this, this uh, uh, sounds so much like uh, Sodom and Gomorrah uh, had to have been. Uh, and, you know, in today's times, I think, actually, uh, America today and throughout the world, but I'm just saying here in America, uh, America has to make uh, Sodom and Gomorrah look like holy cities. Uh, honest to God, uh, I cannot imagine that Sodom and Gomorrah 
was as bad as what America is today. Um, uh, this homosexual uh, says, I would like to thank the beautiful and talented dancers who supported me along the way, alumni, Top Cats family, and friends, for your love and support. Uh, I kind of find it hard for any of these other beautiful heterosexual uh, women to support a dude on the squad. I just like the Leah Thomas, the swimmer, uh, swims with, uh, which I don't even know if uh, Leah Thomas uh, uh, in Pennsylvania, uh, Penn State, I believe, uh, swims uh, squad. I'm sure everybody saw the pictures of uh, this guy uh, in a woman's bathing suit or swimsuit uh, that won this medal. And, uh, you know, uh, the real, the true females on that squad, uh, none of them were happy about it. Most were afraid to come out and say that uh, because they don't want uh, called homophobic. You know, I don't care if I'm called homophobic or not. Homicide, one of the biggest, two, uh, one of the two biggest sins recorded in the Bible. Uh, that homosexuality and race mixing. Uh Back to the article here. Um, I would not have gotten to this moment in my life if it wasn't for the support. You know, that says a ton right there, and we're going to get to that. This homosexual wouldn't be where he is pretending to be a female if it wasn't for the support. Uh, you know what? We're going to get into that right now. You know how the support comes about. You know how, um, and I, I've said this, I've done countless shows. Every time uh, uh, supposed heroes uh, to the NFL or a basketball or whatever uh, blacks in a sport, you know, uh, everybody clamors to their heroes. Uh, they go out and they buy jerseys. Uh, they sit there and watch the game uh, every Sunday. Uh, the games that are through the week, uh, maybe they buy season tickets or a ticket to a game here and there. Uh, when you know what the NFL supports, you cannot be a patriot and still watch these sports. You cannot. Uh, you may think to yourself, well, I'm sitting here watching the game. Uh, this isn't doing any harm. I don't like what they do, but I'm not supporting them. I'm just watching the game. Well, I got news for you. When you're watching that game on TV, you are giving the networks ratings. You are supporting. When you go to the uh, uh, mall or uh, online, wherever you buy the jerseys to your uh, supposed heroes, uh, many of whom uh, the big names that uh, people hold as heroes, uh, white people is, is who I'm talking about, too. Uh, uh, these uh, players that you hold as a hero, uh, they end up getting busted for oh, uh, uh, soliciting prostitutes. Uh, uh, they get arrested for uh, beating women. Uh, they get arrested for selling drugs. And these people are making millions of dollars. Uh, this shows me, the common sense tells me that you know black people aren't oppressed. Uh, the things that they do is uh, built into their DNA. 
because you can give a black person millions and they still revert to uh, ghetto activity. Uh, you know, you're not oppressed when you're making millions of dollars to go out and play a game, and then you are ignorant enough to take a knee to our national anthem. You know, if it wasn't for America, these people would be nobodies. Uh, go to your motherland. Go to Africa and see if you can make millions playing football. Try it. Uh, see how many Rolexes and gold grills uh, you see on the black people in Africa. Uh, what you see in Africa is them drinking out of mud puddles, uh, living in mud huts. Uh, you know, these black people in America, they know they have it made. Uh, but it's built into their DNA that they want more. Uh, there's never enough. Uh, the Jew pumps it into their head that they are oppressed. Uh, the Jew pumps it into their head that white people are racist. And that, that there's where the 70 average IQ of 70 comes in, which that is facts. Uh, that isn't racist to say. I say this a million times, and I never repeat myself, but for anybody that's never listened to the show, the average black person has the IQ of 70. That is borderline retarded. Uh, so that means, on average, the average black person you run into uh, on the street is retarded. Uh, they, and, you know, I'm not knocking uh, people with mental disabilities. Uh, I'm not... Uh, uh, putting down uh, people that suffer from mental retardation of one form or another. But when you have 13% of the population in America that are that retarded and that uncivilized and that big of savages that they commit over half of the crime in your nation, uh, there you have a problem. There you have a problem. And, you know, after the big game, uh, and you see the uh, interviewers out on the field uh, talking to these players. And, uh, you know, uh, they, they they look at the uh, microphone to this reporter as a banana. Uh, they get big smiles on their face and uh, who he, uh, yeah, uh, what I did. And you, they make no sense. You You can tell. That uh, And, you know, it's not concussions. It's not from uh, 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 too many knocks to the head playing football. It's, it's called stupidity. Uh, these players are lucky if they can put a sentence together, a comprehensible sentence. Uh, spend 16 years in school for a 12-year uh, education and still come out as smart or not as smart as a white second grader. Uh, there you have a problem. And these are your heroes. If you support these people, these are your heroes. No matter what you do to watch the game, you support them. You know what they think about America. Uh, even if they don't go out on the field that they show it on TV, guess what? Many of them had uh, started staying in the locker room. So you don't see it on TV, but you know what these people are about. They hate you as a white person. They hate your country. They hate your heritage. They hate your culture. And they hate your history. They're trying to change America. And you sit there with a cold beer and a bowl of popcorn or some chicken wings on your lap, uh, watching these people supporting them, even if it's through TV ratings, uh, buying their jerseys.
the, the shoes that they promote. You are promoting these people. And, you know, if, it's, if it wasn't bad enough, uh, just how bad these people hate our country, now they support homosexuality. And you know what? Many white people, uh, come football season, uh, many people that call themselves patriots, many people that say they're proud of America, they're proud of our history, will sit there and watch the game. You can't be both people. You can't overlook what someone's causing America and uh, uh, support them, even if it's just on Sunday. Uh, you know, I've talked to many people that, uh, uh, you know, they run around using the N-word all the time, uh, saying how bad uh, black people stink and uh, this and that, uh, 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 how big of uh, drug dealers they are, uh, woman abusers they are. And they watch football. They watch the NFL. Uh, you, you can't. That's hypocritical. Uh, you can't be both. Uh, so now here we have the NFL uh, supporting another sin, homosexuality. You can't even call yourself a Christian and watch NFL this season. Uh, there was probably queers uh, playing and uh, queers uh, in the uh, uh, cheerleading squads before. But now it's blatantly being thrown in your face, my face. And you'll support that. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, in my opinion, you, you can't support both. You're a hypocrite. Why is it so hard to not watch it? What is so intriguing uh, about a bunch of uncivilized, retarded savages playing a game that you have to watch? Uh, you know, it's almost like with some people, uh, the NFL is like going past a, uh, a horrific uh, automobile accident or someone's house on fire. You stop and you look. You can't help yourself. NFL seems to be the same way. Uh, this continues here. Uh, Lindsay will now represent the Carolina Panthers at everything from community events and fundraisers to business conferences. Though the NFL does not keep a record of its cheerleaders, Lindsay is believed to be the first openly transgender female in the league. And she told BuzzFeed News she is proud to take on that mantle, saying, I think more people need to see this. It's not because I want recognition. It's to shed light on what's going on in this world. Uh, and there is that picture. A bald head, milk dud looking head, and I'm not kidding you, about as thin as a person could be. This homosexual's legs are probably thinner uh, than my arms. Now, my arms aren't thin. Uh, I'm almost six foot, 250 pounds. Uh, I'm not small by any means, but my arms uh, are bigger than, than this homosexual's legs. It is sickening. Uh, and even, I'm not saying if uh, this uh, homosexual had weight on it, it's okay. It's not okay. None of it's okay. But my God, to, to have made uh, a cheerleading squad for a professional team. 
Uh, maybe you guys out there, there's a sport down on these. It could be a, uh, a patriot. They're loving patriot. Uh, maybe you'll sit there and uh, uh, watch the halftime shows. Uh, you'll get to see this homosexual out there strutting his wiener around on the field. Are you going to sit and watch that too? Uh, she has now been pictured practicing for the upcoming 22-23 season. Uh, in these pictures, uh, uh, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Uh, the article continues here. The homosexual says, I was so scared, Lindsay said. Uh, there's just some things you can't post. Eventually, though, she decided to make the post. I just felt like whatever reaction I get from everyone, it does not matter, Lindsay recounted. And then my phone started blowing up. According to the Trevor Project, fewer than one in three people know someone who is transgender. And Sam Ames, the Director of Advocacy and Government Affairs, said it is critical for LGBTQ children to see more openly transgender people. Uh, you know, the only reason there are any LGBTQ children are because uh, parents today, uh, no, no, I'm not saying everybody, but uh, these parents that have children, uh, little Johnny comes home and he tells his parents he, he's a girl. He wants to be a girl. Uh, these parents uh, don't even sit little Johnny down and explain things to him. Uh, they jump on the bandwagon. Oh, okay, little Johnny, you want to be a girl? That's fine. We love you just the same. Uh, get a set of uh, gonads. Put your foot down. Uh, this is why there are LGBTQ children. And uh, these homosexuals, they target children because they're impressionable. They're naive. This is how they hook them in. This is why uh, these queers go after uh, little children. Uh, and, you know, uh, this says here, this uh, Trevor Project, uh, fewer than one in three people know someone who is transgender. You know, many times I say on the show that uh, mainstream media uh, blows this up uh, to make it look like, uh, you know, everybody in uh, uh, America is a homo or support homosexuality, when in fact it's a, a minute percent of homosexuals in, in America or that uh, uh, identify as homosexual. I think it's a 6.8%. Uh, now, I'm sure that's growing because, uh, you know, well, people that will sit and watch NFL uh, knowing what it's all about, uh, you know, they just don't care. Uh, they're not patriotic enough. They're not God-fearing enough to stand up and say enough. Uh, God forbid they miss that game. Uh, God forbid uh, you quit watching football. You know, instead of watching it, get off your lazy behind, uh, get a league going with your friends, and go out and actually play football with your friends for fun. Uh you know, you know, for example, and I've said this on the show before, too, I was a uh, uh, diehard uh, Coca-Cola drinker until uh, the CEOs told their workers to be less white. I was done with Coke right then and there. 
I can look at Coke on the shelf in a grocery store and walk right past it because I know what they stand for. I know what they're about. Uh, just like probably many people that are against homosexuality, uh, they still won't miss a trip to Disney World. Now, that would be the last place on this earth I would go. Disney World, I know what they're about. Uh, Cadbury cream eggs, I love them. I couldn't wait for Easter. I love the caramel ones. Uh, the caramel ones were my favorite. I loved them. I could set and eat three or four at a time. Bought them by the boxes. Uh, Cadbury is from England, the UK. And uh, they, they ran a commercial about two Easter's ago. It didn't run here in the States, uh, but it was two homosexuals. Each had a piece of the uh, caramel egg in their mouth, uh, you know, like uh, lovers uh, do with maybe a strawberry or something like that. But it, it was two uh, queers, two guys. Quit eating Cadbury caramel eggs. Quit buying Cadbury products because I know what they stand for. You know what? I can replace any product, and you know, I'm sure I use products uh, uh, from businesses or companies uh, that support these kinds of things, but I don't know it, uh, because as soon as I do know it, and it does come out what these uh, places support, I quit buying it. Uh, I can walk right past uh, the caramel eggs at Easter time from Cadbury. I can walk right past uh, the Coke. Uh, when I look at those products, when I go to the store, uh, I take pride in standing up against these people by not buying their products. So, you know, if you consider yourself, uh, I know I'm repeating here, uh, but, you know, every time things like this happen in sports, it irks me when somebody says they are a patriot, they love America, they love their race. And they'll sit there Sundays and watch a football game. You're a hypocrite. You can't have both. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure right now I have listeners out there that uh, are probably cussing me. Uh, I'm sure that isn't a popular opinion. Uh, but I just explained to you how and why. Uh, you know, I only give facts. By watching TV, you're supporting them. You're giving that uh, uh, network ratings. Uh, you know, you you, you can't uh, uh, put a mask on and sit there and watch a game and pretend you're someone else. Long enough to watch the game and then you're back to a patriot. Uh, you know, I, I don't care if that's uh, not a popular opinion. I, it's my opinion. Uh, I'm allowed to have it. And it makes sense. Uh, you know, uh, you, you can't say either. Uh, and I won't say how this uh, uh, come about, but uh, it was a conversation uh, I was involved in. And uh, the, the comment come out that um, uh, this person worked with some black people and some of them are absolutely fantastic. Uh, as a Christian identist, I know race mixing to be a sin. Uh, that's why the flood in Noah's days, uh, Noah and his family were allowed to, uh, well, actually Noah built the ark. 
uh, for himself and his family. They were the only people left that hadn't tainted their blood with non-whites. You know, many people don't know that because uh, today's preachers uh, don't preach that. Uh, they don't preach the truth. Uh, just like preachers today uh, accept homosexuals into their churches. Uh, a preacher, and, you know, they don't grasp Sodom and Gomorrah. They don't grasp what it says in the Bible. God cannot change his mind. So what was a sin back then is still a sin, plain and simple. Uh, our research shows that LGBTQ youth report that seeing LGBTQ representation by celebrities and athletes made them feel good about being LGBTQ. That's because these people that are supposed to be their heroes, these children, uh, you know, uh, this is how impressionable they are. These children see these uh, homosexuals as their heroes. Uh, for example, uh, you know, a, uh, a little boy might like Spider-Man, a cartoon, a fictional thing. And what the Jew does with, uh, now I don't know about Spider-Man, but you know, some of these superheroes uh, come out as uh, black superheroes. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the black people don't have any uh, true heroes. Uh, and they have no true culture. Uh, so, you know, uh, Jew-run Hollywood come out with these movies of black Snow White uh, because uh, they have to steal our white uh, uh, culture, our, our, our white heritage, because uh, they don't have one. None that's civilized. So, you know, anything that white people do good, the blacks have to jump in and blacken it, uh, thinking they, they make their self look good. Uh, that's how it is, plain and simple. You know uh, uh, black heroes. But anyhow, what I'm getting at, if uh, a child's favorite uh, superhero is Spider-Man, and uh, the Jews in Hollywood decide they're going to uh, queer up uh, Spider-Man, they're going to make Spider-Man uh, Spider-Woman, uh, but Spider-Man still has a tallywhacker. Uh these children see this, and because Spider-Man was their hero their whole life, they think it's normal now uh, for Spider-Man uh, to say uh, he's a Spider-Woman, uh, yet has a tallywhacker. Uh, the kids see this on TV, and they think, well, okay, uh, if Spider-Man can do this, I'm going to do it. This is how they lure the, ch the children in, people. Uh, they take their superheroes, they make it, uh, they queer it up. And uh, this is indoctrination. This is how they make children uh, think that this dege degeneracy uh, is okay. Um, now the story continues here, especially in a place like NFL, which occupies such a powerful position in our culture. The story of a transgender cheerleader and, uh, and inspires so much more than victory. Do you get that? Uh, they know. The NFL knows they are in a powerful position to influence our culture. Not influence, but to destroy our culture. They know this. 
uh, and you supporting it, you feed you feed the machine. You feed the Zog machine. And you don't even know it. And if you do know it, you don't care. You can't quit watching football. You know, there ought to be uh, rehabs, uh, NFL rehabs, for people that think they're patriots, but they still support uh, what the NFL stands for. Uh, the NFL hates America. They hate white people. Uh, now they support homosexuals. And you can't quit watching it. Uh, the story here continues. She can give young people watching a dream to hold on to and a future to look out for. <clears throat> can you imagine America's future? Uh, when these young children, the ones that don't kill themselves after they outgrow um, their need to rebel, or they outgrow and, and think for themselves after they've destroyed their bodies, taking hormones, uh, uh, sexual mutilations, and this happens more than what they, they uh, want to say. Uh, I've done stories about it. Kids that fall into this, uh, when they mature a little bit and they realize what they did, and they can't reverse the damage they did to themselves, uh, many of these children end up killing themselves. Uh, Lindsay noted to BuzzFeed that she is glad she could be that role model. Uh, I'm happy because I was able to break down the door and tell people, hey, we are not just sexual beings, we are actual human beings who want to better ourselves, she said. He said. Want to better themselves. You know, if you really wanted to better yourself, uh, get some mental health help, some mental health attention. Uh, up until 1973, homosexuality was uh, a, considered a mental illness. It still is. But to promote this agenda, they had to make it say, uh, sound like, you know, it's not a mental illness. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's normal. You can't promote something uh, that's a mental illness. I mean, uh, now this isn't a mental illness, but I'm, uh, I'll use this for an example. Uh, you know, if... Um, and uh, God love these kids uh, that have autism. I'm not picking on kids with autism at all with what I'm about to say. But this would be like if Hollywood glamorized children with autism. Uh, you would have children watching this and hearing this wishing they had autism. Because Jew run Hollywood makes it look cool. Jew run so, uh, uh, media, mainstream media, makes it look cool. Uh, this is what's happening with homosexuality. Jew run Hollywood and Jew run mainstream media are making it look cool. Like it's this big movement, and it isn't. It is far from a big movement. But when you sit around and you promote it, it will grow. It will grow. That's why I say what I say about people that uh, watch the NFL. You know, uh, may, maybe you, you watch the NFL and uh, you just heard what I had to say about it. Maybe you never thought about it that way. Uh, but it is true. 
Uh, you know, uh, this is how they hook people in. You, you, uh, uh, the NFL is like the Zog machine. Uh, they want to corrupt you. And if you still support the NFL, they are corrupting you. They're winning. They are seeing you support what they want you to support. Not because you maybe uh, support homosexuality. But you're supporting it, uh, I don't know how you would say it, subliminally, by supporting the machine pumping this filth into society. Uh, Lindsay is also making history as one of only a few professional cheerleaders who is black, uh, even fewer of whom wear their hair naturally, according to Allure. Uh, now, the picture that I saw of this uh, string bean, Ethiopian queer, there is no hair. I'm talking milk dud. So I guess if you want to call that wearing your hair naturally, uh, I shave my head. I wouldn't call that uh, uh, wearing my hair naturally. Uh, my hair is uh, curly. Uh, which I hate, you know, uh, growing up I had the curliest hair uh, you could possibly have, and all the girls thought that was really cool and uh, cute uh, because they wished they had curly hair. Uh, I wished I could have uh, straightened uh, my hair. Uh, so, you know, when I shave my head, I'm not wearing my hair naturally. If I wanted to wear my hair naturally, I would let it grow, and it would be curly. Uh, gray now as well. Uh, less of it up, upstairs. And uh, uh, less of it and gray. Uh, just a side note, I always tell everybody, uh, you know, back when I was growing up, they didn't have uh, fancy names for haircuts, but I'm sure many of my listeners uh, know what a fade is. Uh, you know, as, as your uh, hair goes down, it's cut shorter and shorter and shorter uh, into a fade. Uh, I always tell everybody because uh, years ago I started going bald on top, and that is the reason that uh, I shave my head now, uh, or cut it as low as possible. I don't use a razor on it. Uh, but I started going bald on top, and uh, I said it's a new hairstyle. It is a reverse fade. Uh, I have less on top and then let it grow uh, as it goes down the side. Uh, but anyhow, that's just uh, uh, something... Uh, I had said that I kind of found funny. Uh, but back to this uh, article. Uh, she said she felt relieved when her coach said she could keep her bald head. Okay, now there they even uh, said, uh, this homosexual has a bald head, yet they say uh, he wears his hair naturally. Uh, noting that she is happy to inspire other girls who may be insecure rocking their bald look. Uh, but Shanna Delay uh, Lanuti, the top cats director, insisted she did not hire Lindsay because of her history making appointment, but rather due to her talent, noting that Lindsay noted on her application that she is transgender. This is why this homosexual got the job. You know, uh, everybody thinks it's hip. Uh, you know, uh, we got to diversify America. We have to multiculturalize. Let's hire uh, 
uh, black queers, you know, just to make themselves look good. But they don't realize uh, there are more of us that are against this stuff than there are for it. And just like many of the companies that uh, do this, then they backpedal when they lose business. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, I don't give the companies the second chance because, uh, you know, they may backpedal. Uh, they may come out supporting queers and race mixing and stuff like that. And then uh, when they lose most of their business, because, like I said, there's more of us uh, moral people in America yet. Uh uh, they quit buying their things, then they will backpedal and say, no, they're not supporting uh, race mixing and homosexuality. But you know what? You get one chance. Uh, they may backpedal, but you know in their heart what they support, what they think. Uh, just like Coke. Coke threw white people under the bus. Uh, so in my eyes, to hell with Coca-Cola. I don't care if you come out then later and you changed your policies. I know what you're all about. They didn't change. They just won't say what they support. I'm sure uh, uh, the companies that backpedal, they still uh, uh, send donations and funds and uh, uh, monetary things supporting uh, the queer culture. They See, you know, they didn't change. Uh, she said she felt relieved when her coach said she could keep her bald head, noting that she is happy to inspire other girls who may be insecure rocking their bald look. Uh, I read that already. Uh, the end of the uh, article here. My goal is to create a team of individuals that are absolute fire on the field, but are incredible human beings in the locker room, good friends, good people, and at the end of the day, you have to walk through the door for uh, a black queer. Uh, and you know what I mean when I say this, uh, how certain races, uh, they have to get their 15 minutes of fame. They don't care if it's being arrested for something. Uh, how many times uh, have you seen a black person being arrested? Uh, <laughs> their face all up in the camera or, you know, uh, there could be this horrific accident uh, on an interstate, and you have a news reporter there, and then you got your uh, black people in the background uh, monkeying uh, around, uh, sticking their face in the camera, uh, throwing up their gang signs, uh, showing their gold grill. Uh, that's their 15 minutes of fame. Uh, you know, uh, it, they love it. Uh, just the rappers on YouTube uh, brag about how many followers they have. Uh, uh, sporting the gold grill, the uh, uh, 30 pounds of chains around their necks, uh, Rolexes. And you know, they actually think that they are famous. Uh, I thought about doing a, a, a show, uh, this one, as a matter of fact, to where I had a visual, uh, to where you could actually see me sitting here uh, giving the news. I thought that would be really cool uh, a way to engage uh, my audience a little more. And I found this uh, app. It was called Caffeine. And I was reading about it, and it, it was uh, free to do. And I looked it up. It said the Google Play Store, Caffeine it's called. And when I looked it up, uh, it is a majority of uh, black uh, rappers uh, to where they have their, uh, what do they call it, their rap-off, their showdown. Uh, where they see who can threaten the, the other one, uh, 
you know, yellow family uh, raping their wives, and the, a rap battle. And, you know, that's mostly what caffeine was. And, you know, when I saw that, I thought, boy, am I glad uh, I didn't come out with a uh, a show uh uh, to where, you know, uh, people could see me uh, giving the news and things like that on something like that, uh, you know, uh, uh, not knowing, you know, what it was about. Uh, uh, here, the Rust Belt Klansman show on caffeine. And then as people were looking, uh, it is a majority of uh, black rappers. And here comes the Rust Belt Klansman. Uh, you know, I would have probably been the laughing stock of any white nationalist. Uh, you know, I can, I can hear it uh, now. Uh, the Rust Belt Klansman show, uh, uh, he's airing uh, on uh, a black rap station. And which, you know, maybe it would have been funny, too, uh, the black rappers uh, seeing the Rust Belt Klansman show and, you know, thinking, what the hell is this? Oh, i got to check this guy out. Uh, you know, it could have turned in, well, you know, it would have been censored. Uh, I would have been booted. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I was glad I didn't uh, do that. Uh, folks, I am uh, going on an hour uh, here. I wanted to do uh, here this week. I think last week I only got through uh, one article. At least last week's that was a long article. This one was fairly short, uh, but uh, let me see if I can find uh, one more. Uh, because I had a ton of good ones here. Uh, let's see. No, I'm sure everybody heard about Disney. Uh, there was a white couple standing somewhere, and the guy was proposing uh, to his uh, uh, fiance, and uh, some woke black dude come up uh, that worked for Disney and chased them away from. He ruined their proposal. Uh, and you know, in my eyes, I kind of think it was probably done because you know, uh, Disney's uh, on that homo bandwagon. Here's uh, a heterosexual couple trying to propose. Uh, we can't have that. You know, I'll bet if it was two queers or uh, two lesbians uh, up there proposing, uh, that would have probably, uh, they would have probably shot some fireworks off for that. Uh, but it was an actual man and an actual woman uh, uh, proposing. They can't have that at Disneyland. Uh, they can't, Disney can't have that. Uh, okay, uh, here we go. I'll do this article uh, and then close out the show with this one. This comes from the Daily Caller. And, you know, I have said many times uh, uh, these third world uh, degenerates uh, coming into our country, uh, and I had made the uh, uh, analogy or uh, whatever you want to call it as to uh, asking my audience, would you adopt a non-white child? And I had said, I'm sure... Uh, unless, you know, enemies listen to the show as well. Uh, my enemies uh, 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 to the show and to myself uh, would probably uh, be all for that, but I know a majority of the listeners to this show would say absolutely not. And I had said, you know, these uh, uh, third world degenerates are coming across the border walking in freely, and uh, you are supporting them. You are adopting them. You're adopting these little non-white children uh, coming across the border with parents or alone, uh, you are supporting them through your tax dollars. So in a, in a sense, uh, white Americans are being forced uh, to adopt these mongrels. Uh, and this article 
You know, many people probably uh, would say, you know, when I said that, uh, uh, this dude's racist. Uh, this dude's a bigot. This dude's a white supremacist. You know, uh, all kinds of names. Uh, here we go uh, from the Daily Caller. The headline to this is, Difficult Times. Maine City raises property taxes to pay for migrant housing. Now, how do you like that one? Uh, blatantly out and out telling you, your tax dollars, they aren't going to help your fellow people. They're going to these scumbags for housing. I'm sure a lot of you, uh, you listeners out there saw the pictures of uh, the, the hotels and motels where these scumbags were put up by the government uh, on your tax dollar. Now, the government doesn't generate any money. Uh, the only money the government has is your money, your tax money. And uh, these people were in, it looked like, five-star hotels, uh, some of them, uh, standing there in their... Uh, 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 doorways to their hotel rooms with big grins, pretty much rubbing it in your face. Uh, you can't afford a vacation uh, because you are taxed to death, and then your money goes to house these migrants. Uh, the city of Portland, Maine, raised property taxes on Monday in order to provide more housing for asylum seekers and homeless people, WGME reported Tuesday. Now, this said migrant housing, so... These homeless people, they're not talking about uh, veterans, American veterans that are living in cardboard boxes. They're talking about these homeless cockroaches invading our country. This is where your tax dollars are. That's who's being housed. Not our own homeless people, uh, but these scumbags. Uh, The plan will cost the city $9 million dollars which has increased property taxes by 4.8%, Portland's finance director said, according to WGME. Uh, Maine Governor Janet Mills plans to provide housing for 140 families seeking asylum, as well as temporary shelter for 280 homeless adults as they wait for opening of permanent shelters, according to WGME. So there you have... 140 families, let's see, that would be, uh, what, 320 families, and it's going to cost $9 million in tax money to house 340 uh, third world degenerates? Damn, they must be living good. They must be living large to house 340 people and cost $9 million? What are they going to be living in? What are they housing them in? Uh, Maybe Black Lives Matter bought some mansions or something. Uh, Some more mansions that we don't know about. That's an awful lot of money to house 340 families. Uh, But residents aren't happy with the new tax increase, arguing that they're already dealing with rising costs across the board. I wonder how many of these people supported the uh, and welcomed these third world degenerates. Now it's costing you something. Now you're not happy. You know, I've said uh, uh, from day one, uh, it's always happened, but when South America started grunting uh, those big brown turds heading for the border, I said, you know, uh, these people that welcome uh, these third world degenerates one day are going to be sorry. 
well, here you are. Now, your tax dollars, while you're eating bologna sandwiches and uh, eating Campbell's soup, uh, living in uh, maybe not so nice of a house, a house that needs repairs that you can't fix because uh, you are taxed to death, <laughs> here you go. These third world degenerates are going to be living better than you. You still want to welcome them? Uh, Portland homeowner Jennifer Jacquees said she's totally disappointed, according to G WGME. But I have mixed emotions with it, Jacquees added. They're asylum seekers, go-getters, I think, regards to the homeless people. Kind of disappointed with them. And there's so many companies out there now hiring. Jobs are everywhere. I think they should step up and try to better themselves that way and not rely on us, Jacquees explained. Yeah, I said before, these scumbags aren't coming here to better America. They ain't coming here to work. You got Numb Nuts Joe telling him, uh, come here, uh, he'll take care of them. Uh, well, you know, when uh, Numb Nuts Joe was telling these people to come here, he'll take care of them. Uh, Joe's opening his wallet. He's opening yours. I think it's quite a bit of money to be going up by. Uh, Mo added about rising costs on many things. We realize that people are fee fee feeling it at the gas pump at Grazer. Yeah, we are. White, white Americans are. These scumbags aren't. These third world degenerates aren't. Joe's giving them everything. What Joe isn't, you are. Uh, sometimes you better uh, think about what you wish for, what you want to accept. Uh, you know, a lot of people went along with uh, uh, the uh, uh, welcome the immigrants because they thought it was cool because other people were saying it, just like the uh, queer uh, agenda. You got a couple of queers saying how cool it is to be queer, and they go after your children, and then your children think it's cool to be queer, and, you know, it grows from there. Uh, right now, it's not a uh, big deal, but it's going to be. Keep turning the other cheek, keep tolerating it, and it's going to be, just like the uh, third world degenerates. Many people, and unfortunately some white people, uh, were all for this. Oh, this is America, land of the free. We, we need to take these people, help these people. Well, the help doesn't stop. They're not going to get jobs. Uh, you know, these people aren't coming. Uh, uh, immigrants aren't what they were. Uh, immigration to the United States was once European, uh, white Europeans coming here to better themselves, build the country, uh, make something of themselves, raise families. These people, they're just coming here to raise families because they can get more of your tax dollars, uh, uh, the more little degenerates that they have. Uh, you know, and, and you can you you can warn people, and I did on the show what was going to happen. Uh, a deaf ear. Not everyone, but uh, a deaf ear. Now people are starting uh, to wake up. Uh, and, you know, some of the people are only waking up because this uh, trash is moving to their neighborhoods now. You know, uh, when it was mostly the uh, southern border states that were being invaded... Uh, you had uh, people in the northern states, oh, this is great. these people need a start. Well, guess what? Now the northern states are starting to get these de degenerates. Not only are, are they uh, migrating up here, but you have the uh, Biden administration, while you're sleeping, 
busing and flying these people to your neighborhood. Uh, and for the coming your neighborhood, this isn't just going to be in uh, Portland, Maine. Uh, this is going to happen everywhere uh, throughout the country. Your taxes are going to go up to uh, uh, feed these people. Still want them? A little late now. They're here. And they're still coming in. With that, I am going to close out this Saturday evening show. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, like I said, this will be the last uh, Saturday show uh, because beginning uh, uh, June 21st, Tuesday, June 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, here on White Pride Radio, the Rust Belt Klansman Show will be back to its normal schedule of every Tuesday and Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so uh, these Saturday shows are going to stop, uh, but I had time uh, on Saturdays, uh, you know, to do a, a quick show here, uh, and I want to keep my uh, listeners, uh, because uh, you guys mean the world to me. If it wasn't for my listeners, I wouldn't have a show. Uh, so I appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you uh, for your loyal listenership. I had many people uh, disappointed uh, for the week or so here that I uh, haven't been doing a regular show. So I've been trying uh, to to do a Saturday show. So uh, I at least got that in. Uh, my white brothers and sisters out there, uh, until Tuesday, June 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern, when the Rust Belt Klansman Show returns to its regular scheduled times and days, uh, stay safe, take care of each other, and stand shoulder to shoulder. Uh, you know when I say about accepting things and tolerance, uh, my listeners know, and I'll, I'll say it again, I am not talking vigilante violence. Uh, you have a voice, and your voice is very powerful. Uh, you know, even if it isn't in your area, the problem. Uh, suppose, uh, uh, well, like there, the uh, place, uh, Portland, Maine, where people's tax dollars are going up. Uh, if you live in California, shoot some emails to uh, Portland, Maine's uh, Borough Council with your displeasure uh, because th this is your white brother and sister in Portland, Maine suffering. Uh, we need to be there for each other. So no matter where you live, uh, shoot some uh, emails of, of your thoughts. Now, you know, don't threaten violence. Uh, uh, don't uh, email racial slurs uh, because that will get you nowhere. Uh, absolutely nowhere. Uh, but uh, uh, email your displeasure. You know, these places that are doing this, they start getting some emails from other, from other white people. Uh, they're going to take notice. Uh, they're going to take notice that white America is fed up with it. And, uh, you know, you can make change that way. Uh, use your voice. Uh, let's see. Uh, last Saturday, I forgot to give you this information. Uh, you can email the Rust Belt Klansman Show uh, if you have news articles, uh, thoughts, opinions, something you want to get off of your chest, anything. Uh, you can mail it straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at rbk311 at protonmail.com. RBK is all capital letters. That is rbk311 at protonmail.com. 
uh, could also call though. Now, unfortunately, I don't have time to answer the phone, but you can call and leave a voice message, or you can text this number. Uh, the number to the Rust Belt Clansman Show is area code 412-254-6226. Uh, send me what you got. Uh, and I do listen to each and every voicemail, and I read each and every text. Uh, if you send something that... Uh, uh, with like a question or uh, something you, you want answered or uh, something like that, I will uh, return. If not the call, uh, I will text you. Uh, you know, I won't leave you hanging. If you have a question that you would like answered, I'm not going to leave you hanging. Uh, that's not the purpose of the phone uh, phone line to the show. The purpose is for me to answer uh, uh you with your thoughts or your opinions, your your uh, uh, request, uh, maybe for an article or something. Uh, I may not answer the phone, which I won't answer the phone. Uh, but if if it's something uh, that needs an answer, I will be in touch with you. Uh, I can promise you that. I won't leave you uh, hanging. It wouldn't have, uh, it wouldn't do much good to have a uh, phone line into the show just for you to talk or text, and uh, you get no reply. Uh, if it. Uh, uh, if there is cause for a reply, uh, I will definitely reply. Uh, the number, again, is area code 412-254-6226. Uh, thank you again for listening. Thank you for your uh, loyal uh, listenership. Uh, I know uh, I have many loyal listeners. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, take, uh, take care of each other. My goodness. Uh, we're all we have. And, uh, you know, our white race and our white Christian country is uh, dwindling. So, uh, you know, stand shoulder to shoulder. Be there for each other. Uh, be there for your white brother or sister in another town, uh, another neighborhood, another state. Uh, be there for them. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, the Invisible Knight, White Power!